This episode is sponsored by Fidia. Hey guys, if you haven't already, make sure you follow the African Creator Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Welcome back to the African Creator Season 2. Insert imaginary clap. Hope you guys didn't miss us uh, too much. Um, you definitely missed us. Uh, I know for a fact that we did not miss you. Um, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> we're not cocky. We're not proud. Thank you so much for everyone who watched um, season one of the African Creator. I think it's had a very big impact um, on 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 us and on some of you as well. We've gotten all the messages. We got the comments. Um, and yeah, I think it's been very interesting building this new community of people who are African number one and who are creators trying to, you know, pave the way. So thank you once again. Thank you. What can people expect from season two, Tyler? They should expect more, you know, more dope stuff. We always bring the dope stuff. We always bring the house down. You know, we always dropping gems, bringing in. Um, interesting people having interesting conversations. So definitely this year is going to be like, it's going to be dope stuff out through, man. So stay tuned. Dope Subscribe. Stuff. All right. Great, 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 great. Um, what is today's topic? Today's topic, um, in today's topic, we're going to be exploring what, uh, how to build a digital platform in Africa. So what's your experience with building a digital platform? Um, You're the one that's going to be talking more. Okay. okay. And this so, one, I'm going to be asking more of the questions because Wandy is building a very successful yeah. digital platform that is currently uh, blowing up. Head swell. It's blowing head up. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think, I think it's very interesting because uh, I think in previous prior episodes, we, I talked about, I mentioned Mado. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very interesting because I think there's a lot of um, journeys that there's a lot of kind of aspects and angles to, to building. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying this like a disclaimer that we've always used. This is not me claiming to be a master, but it's experiential, right? Um, we've built a or we are currently building um, an online digital platform um, that is based. Um, across several bigger platforms. And so that was the first step, right? So I, I kind of knew that it's impossible. Like anybody that wants to build the next Netflix has to have extreme leverage, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that the people that came into the streaming game after Netflix were Disney, Apple, yeah. HBO, people yeah. who have incredible um, reputation and people who have money to spend, right? So basically the big boys. The big boys, you know. <laughs> um, we're nothing, you know, close to that. And um, so I think it's all also wise that we build our platform on existing platforms. And what I mean by that is that our primary um, platforms where Mado, is, uh, Mado resides are um, YouTube, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll break that down in a, in a little bit, but I think what basically we decided is that you can't you can't decide to say I'm going to build my own app, yeah. my own streaming service, yeah. my own. Thing. And I think a lot of people are going to use YouTube, um, especially in Africa. It already exists um, outside the country, but in Africa, a lot of people are going to use YouTube as some sort of like infrastructure to build their channels on top. Uh, when we're structuring Mado, we decided to go the route of um, 
basically how a complex is, how a bus feed is, um, where it's a channel with different video ideas, programs, yeah. using the word programs, right? Um, but under this one channel, right? Um, and so Mado is that channel, and um, it, it just so happened that one, um, I mean, we started September last year, we had early success with a short film that we put out called Napped, mm -hmm. starring Timini and uh, Teniola. And that did well. Um, but another thing I noticed is that after that, we started putting out some other type of content. People didn't, people didn't resonate. People didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that usually happens with YouTube. Like when you drop a content and if it gets a lot of people watching it, every other person who that has subscribed because of that content, they want to see more of that kind of content. And if you drop yeah. something else that's different, they might not watch it. Yeah. So me and Tayo have had it. We have a lot of conversations. Tayo is like my YouTube coach. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so please, um, I mean, grab the grab Tayo's course. Yeah, it's please still buy, buy out my there. course. It's still out there. Yeah. It's um, still available. But yeah, basically, we, we have these discussions very often where yeah. we talk about just... Um, trying to figure out the nuances. And I think YouTube or um, basically building a digital platform, the thing that you have to kind of keep in note is like, it's going to take continuous tweaking. Yeah. You have to like keep tweaking, you have to tweaking, keep, tweaking, always tweaking, keep tweaking, 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 innovating. Uh, you, you, know, you can't just sit down and just say, oh, this works already. Let me just sit down. And, nah, it's, yeah. You have to keep figuring it out. Because even as much as you find something that works, yeah. that's definitely not the best. Yeah. Like, there's, there's one, is it one code I always, great art is never finished. Mm, like, mm. a great painting is never finished. You always have to, there's something that could make it better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still have to push it out there, Sha. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's been, it's been an interesting journey. And then, so fast forward, putting out a lot of different other content. And then, um, sorry about the dog noise in the background. <laughs> we have some Calabar people downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so <laughs> okay so sometime in february yeah um actually day before valentine's day we decided to put out a social experiment that we've been working um on called pika so basically uh the whole team here um at bado we decided to do this social experiment which is basically Two people between an, uh, be on either side of an of a of a wall, and see if they can form a connection without seeing each other. If those who have never met each other before. Never met each other before. Wow. Um, we picked them at random. I think the acrobatics was like trying to separate them to make sure because you. I mean, you know our office. Now. Yeah. It's not the biggest space, yeah. so we're like everybody's on a ladder. Everybody's in <laughs> corridors trying to make sure that A doesn't see, see B. B. We're trying to separate them. Shout out to the hmm. whole team. Uh, Victor, Nicole, uh, Tiana, um, you know, shout just... Shout out to the team. Yeah, shout out to the team. And basically, it's been... It's it's one of those experiences where we were filming it and we knew that we had good content, but we didn't know it was going to, like, Be as off. good as well. How did you come up with... Like, what, what was the ideation process that made you come up with the idea? Were you, like, watching a lot of... Like, lots of other videos online? Where did that come from? So, it's, it's a combination of... Uh, I, I tell people that I go to YouTube University, right? Mm -hmm. Which is basically, I consume a lot of content via two, well, three main methods, right? The first is YouTube. 
Um, the second is like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which is basically a lot of um, you know podcasts. Podcasts, yeah. And then the third is uh, Netflix. Netflix, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't watch anything else. Um, so, I think a, a year ago, um, a friend of mine, Daniel, and I were working on a, a dating app called Pika. Hmm. Yeah. And Pika was supposed to be everything it is but in a dating app. Oh, if wow. you steal this idea, I will sue you. So, please. <laughs> we're still working on it. No, they'll, give us, they'll give us commission. <laughs> but it's, it's basically everything that was everything that's supposed to be in the dating app is what we just kind of deconstructed. Mm -hmm. But after that, I saw a couple shows that kind of had little elements of that, obviously brought it to the team. We ideated, we talked about it, and uh, Pika almost didn't get made because I felt like there was a lot of dating shows out there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think another lesson that we learned is that, I mean, uh, there's a saying that I strongly always believe in as well, which is uh, imitate. Um, before you innovate, mm. uh, being that uh, there's nothing that you want to do that hasn't been done in done some before. way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what you what you have to make sure you do is that you do it tastefully, and you do it maintaining the integrity of the idea. Like basically, if you do it, make sure you do it in your own in way. your own Don't way. Let it yeah, be a straight copycat. And I saw yeah. you post something similar about that in terms of like other creators where don't just copy and paste. Yeah. You know, a lot of people compared Pika to Love is Blind. I haven't watched it personally, um, but I can imagine that I'm sure there are a lot of other references out there. Yeah. Um, because the blind dating concept, blind dating is, concept is not is nothing new. It's nothing new. Um, but but I think I think even as much as that, there's like there's this book Austin Kleon still like an artist, and I think mm. there's there's really no almost no original work, mm -hmm. even all the people who are like um, like people who, like artists like even Kanye West it was inspired by some other people like maybe he has seen their work before yes it's just he just was able to make it in his own mm. specific type mm. of way and I don't watch a lot of dating shows but I think one of the things that stood out with your own was it was so it was how will I say it now it was it was interesting. I think one of the, one of the things was also the people that were picked, yeah, the selection process, yeah. the personalities of those people too. It just made it like something interesting to watch. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was very intentional that we went for people who had personality. Exactly. People who you know you don't. I mean, this is also, the content is largely unscripted. All we can do is create the situation. Everything that happens in that situation is up to the people. Right, so we had to kind of pick people who would be able to shine through that, and then I t I also took a leaf out of Mr. Beast's book, hmm. which is where um, I'd been watching this podcast where they talked about Mr. Beast's process and some interviews with Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is a popular um, YouTuber. Yeah, if you don't know Mr. Beast, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Are you, are you, just go and watch, yeah, watch him first. And, first um, basically, it's the concept of gamification. Right? <laughs> so yeah. a lot of people in the past, when they did um, blind dating shows or different shows, it's like they end there. Yeah. But we gamified it a little bit with the lifelines. I think the lifelines added a bit of spice to it. The fact that, oh, you can video call a friend, hmm. you can skip some questions. Oh, just like who wants can, to be a millionaire yeah. type stuff. So, so that like way. Dating show, who wants to be games. a millionaire? 
That's very interesting combining it together. So yes. you now create something new. Yes. Even if it's like yes. similar concepts. Yes. So yeah, I that's think very interesting. The gamification angle, also the whole, the whole fact of that, if they both say no, or if they say yes, one person says no, they will never see each other. I think it gives the user interest, okay, and they're like, so hmm, they're invested, I want to see yeah, what they say. And we had some scenarios. We had obviously an in an episode where both of them said yes. It was all cute. People are like rooting for them mm-hmm. in the comments, and then another way, one person said yes, one person said no. Mm-hmm. So the person that said yes is expecting to see another person, mm-hmm. but the other person said no. So they don't get to see each other. Oh wow! So it's that added jeopardy, right? I think. Um, that gamification thing is like something that really stuck and i think it's something that just unlocked the content for us so so is is there a, just talking about it now i'm thinking in my head is there like a so if two people eventually said yes is there like a maybe like a part two where maybe they show them going out so on that's a date or that's something? another thing right um um i think that people People that were invested enough to watch it, I think they are invested in what happens after too. We've doubled with that idea. We've doubled with. You are still figuring it out. Yeah. Okay. Still figuring it out. Like everything we're talking about happened weeks ago, right? Yeah. So it's it's real time. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of our our creations are in house. Okay. Um, so there are little things like budget restrictions and Mm -hmm. us trying to be very resourceful. Resourceful, yeah. You know. Um. I think one thing that unlocked Mado for us, um, and I think a lesson that people can always learn, I think I say I'm inspired by two main people in Nigeria right now, Mm -hmm. and that's musicians. Um, I mean, look at what Davido is doing, look at what Whiskey, Burner, Omale, look at Fireboy, like these guys are doing amazing things. Amazing things. And the second thing is like tech, tech startups and tech entrepreneurs who, you know, a lot of them are in Yaba, Lekki, and they're raising these high <laughs> amounts of money to make numbers. serious change, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of us in the media space can do that, right? Um, and so the approach that we employ with Mado is like we treat it like a tech. Like a tech startup. Like a tech startup, right? Hmm. Um, it's, it's, we, don't, we don't necessarily have any proprietary tech. But I think our media ideas and our IP is proprietary. Like, I think our yeah. biggest asset at Madu is our IP. I'd love to give a shout out to the sponsor of today's video. As you guys know, I'm a creator and making money as an African is always a problem. You know, the CPMs are low and it's really hard to monetize your digital products. And eventually, when you now monetize those products or when you now, you know, eventually create a digital product that you can monetize, eventually getting paid is now a problem. One of the reasons why is because PayPal is not even accepted in most African countries. So how do we solve this? I'd like to introduce you guys to a company called Fidia. Yeah, Fidia is like uh, basically uh, an all-in-one monetization tool for creators. You're able to create a portfolio of your work. Um, uh, You're able to also have some tools to monetize your work as well. So um, think of Patreon, uh, but an African version. It enables you to, you know, put up your work. It enables also people who support, who are fans of your work and your creative endeavors to support with money. Which I believe is really cool because definitely as an African creator, you need to find new ways of monetizing your digital assets and your digital creation. So what Fidia does is it helps you do that easily. 
it helps you showcase your creations it helps you um monetize those creations that you showcase i mean everywhere around the world there are lots of platforms that have um created or enabled the creator to be free financially um it just always seems that africa has been left out well now we have a solution and that solution is Fidia. So if you'd like to monetize your creations as an African creator, just go to the link in the description at www.getfidia.com and sign up. And thank you, Fidia, for sponsoring today's video. I, so, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I feel like the space for content and the space for media, we're getting to that space. You know, the music industry has yes, gone through stages yes. now. Music is like... like when you see a Nigerian artist doing, if I see a Nigerian artist doing stuff with like Drake or with who is the biggest in who is the biggest in US now? It's, it's been done. It's, it's been, been done. done. Justin Bieber, so Justin Drake, Bieber, like, like it's like a normal thing now. It's not like yeah. back then when the, and the band did a, did a uh, uh, whatever with. I think he did something with or maybe it was in Kanye West yeah. video or something Kanye in West the background. Had a, it's so crazy. <laughs> Kanye didn't even speak on the song. Yeah. He just had a cameo, cameo in the music video, video. And we all went, everybody was like, we uh, went nuts. Yeah. And then I think when the band also did the one with uh, Don, was he um, Snoop Dogg? Yeah, yeah, it was like, yes, it was like, yes. Uh, but yeah. now it's like, okay, yeah, oh, oh my lady. Yeah, cool. it, it doesn't really make it's like, okay, cool, oh, cool. So now tech too has also gone through its stages through and now stuff. it's also tech is that big in in, in africa now like yeah. we're getting we're raising we're having billion dollar tech companies yeah, i feel soon we're going into the media, media space too and then it's for you know a lot of people who have already been there who have paid their dues who have gone through the whole iteration process multiple times yeah. and are able to build their company in a way that you can scale up mm. that would now be the next stage so talking about all of this how do you plan on like what, what are your thoughts on scaling, like as a media company? Because I feel that's one of the that's one of the biggest problem a lot of people have. Even me myself as a creator. Yeah. You know when you're what you are creating is a digital platform. Yeah. I have a digital platform, but it's more centered around, around me as an individual. Yeah. And then it's hard to scale a human being. Mm. But your platform is is easier to scale. But how do you scale that for? Like, what are your thoughts as regards scaling? Yeah. So there's something that. So when when I decided, so Mado is a subsidiary of a bigger media company called Urban Gidi. Urban Gidi has been in existence for six years okay. or, or so. Um, a, a lot of that six years was as a freelance, which was basically me and maybe two other people. When we have productions, we hire contract staff mm -hmm. and crew, you know. Um, but uh, it's last year. It's been. I mean, it's a year now. Um, so where we decided to transition into a proper structured business and hire staff, get an office space, get equipment and all of that and kind of formalize it, pay taxes, ETC. I think that's the first step. You have to kind of put your house in order. Um, I think we're not there yet, but I, I, we've always been planning with that in mind, right, where we have to do all the correct things now. Because like you said, when that foreign interest comes into the media space, um, they're going to look for talented people, but they're also going to look for people who are have their things in order. In order, who have built you know, a structure. Can, yeah, who has built a structure. You can, you can be the most talented person, but if you don't even have an office, yeah. or, you know, if they're <laughs> <you're> on the streets, <laughs> it might be hard for them to trust you with their money because yeah. they're like, this guy is going to just use us to, to jackpot, or, you know, or and, whatever. And I think also, another thing I wanted to add to what you just said now is also if... You don't know your numbers. Yes. If there's no, there's no, you know, like if someone wants to invest, where's, where are the numbers? What's the track record? Exactly. What have you 
So yeah, exactly. I think I, I can also so, add that too. Uh, we're, we're paying a lot of attention to that. Um, like I said, we're growing it like a tech company. My dad always tells me something, right? You have to kind of um, act like the company you want to be, not the company that you are. Right, mm. so you have mm. to like Steep. what you'll be doing in the future. future you, you have to start, start doing, doing it now. It now. Like, okay, taxes. Okay, uh, pensions. Like I pay pensions, right? What like, are <laughs> driving bins? <laughs> well, that one, <laughs> that one needs more money. <laughs> you got that is physical cash. You cannot buy. You cannot go to the bin store on the <laughs> promise. Yeah, but yeah, I think we're we're trying to kind of do some of those habits build them now in our sure. ideation process and everything so i think that's kind of one way we, we we plan to scale and number two i tell my guys that i think every it's any our competition and i've said this in the past like competition is not no longer about like technique and shooting and shootability like anybody can shoot like iphone 13s can produce top-notch quality, quality right? yeah. so it's not about equipment it's not it's yeah. about the idea the idea yeah and i think if we prioritize our ip intellectual property now show ideas our ideas i think it's always going to be a good start for us to like win hmm. so i mean we, we do we do that we do some other things but uh, that's kind of like our uh, our approach to like scaling so so for you on getting from you know you started this your feels channel like an interview now <laughs> i'm tired but go on yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Let me let me know. If no, ask, 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 ask. Let's. Yeah. I think because I I have a question as well like, because I know you're going through the restructuring process as well. Like how yeah, has maybe you should ask me. Yeah. yeah ask me. How I'm has best. that been for you? Because I know that um obviously you're a man of the world. You you <laughs> you are in different countries at different times. I'm a man of Jesus. I'm not of the world. A <laughs> <laughs> man of Jesus and the world. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Um, so how are you able to how how has that transition process been going? Because I know you've been you've been going through a lot of those changes. Uh, I I think for me I I've looked at like making videos. I love making videos. Yeah. Um, like I fell in love with making videos. That's why I'm able to keep making as much videos. I think on my YouTube channel, the videos that are live currently, like minus the ones that I put on private, I've made 300 videos, mm. and that's like 300 different. Wow like videos back to back wow. making videos over the past like i say over the past three to four years of making those videos so i realized that there's a point and i saw it recently on uh, I, i'm sure you probably watched it on interrupted yeah so i don't really watch it but i see i follow the instagram page so i saw when lebron james said something about like he knows it's not going to be like continuously yes making shorts yeah, and playing yeah. forever forever so he has to like whatever he can do now he's doing everything he can do now but he knows one day he's gonna stop and i think it's the same for a lot of people in different careers if you look at a lot of people who are in the like 50 cent doesn't sing anymore yeah all the dr j yeah. all the, they don't do stuff anymore they are moving on to other stuff so i feel that time you have to plan for that time as a creator and then what happens when you can't make videos anymore mm. how do you still like monetize yeah your yourself monetize your platform monetize your ideas how do you scale it um, like beyond yourself <laughs> and for me it's like okay coming up with okay what are the things that i can do that doesn't necessarily need to have me in it hmm. and that's where my mindset is like okay there are multiple variations to this if i still want to make content then i have to find a way to create a digital platform of my own where it's like I can make stuff, but it doesn't necessarily have to be me. And I, I think that's one. Secondly, it's also like the older you get, the lesser your energy is. Mm. And then the younger people have more energy. And 
especially for someone like me who came into a space where almost nobody was really doing yeah, YouTube. True. And now, because of me and a lot of other people who were able to, like, you know, just plot the path and just try pave to figure the out the way, pave the way, I feel like there are more younger people now who want to do the same thing we are doing and have so many ideas, but nobody is really building a structure for them, nobody's building a platform for them. And now that we, we kind of like have resources now. Yeah. It would be cool to have some of those people and maybe have them on a new platform that you're building. Just like similar to the way, you know, the music industry works. Like there's a there's an artist like Whiskey. Yeah. He goes, he blows up and now he has a Starboy Starboy wherever. Davido has Davido DMW. All of yeah. them, they bring up all those people. So I think that's just the way it's like that's just the way that's the way to go. So it's just trying to figure out a way to transition from just a creator yeah. to somebody who is building these platforms that are going to help the next level of creators. And that way, it's like, like Olamide doesn't sing anymore, not Very as true. much, but Very it has Fireboy yeah. out there yeah. <laughs> doing stuff. Uh, and the same thing with a lot of other people. Even Don Jazzy never, okay, he used to sing once yeah, in a while, but, produce. but we produce, but, produce, but now he, he produces. Not like that he does that I think he's just chilling. <laughs> and yeah. then he's just, he's just doing more of the background work to yeah. push. Yeah. most of his artists and stuff so i think i think one thing i feel a lot of african creators need to need, need to start thinking about they need to start thinking them of themselves as media companies yes, yes and not just as an individual creator who just wants to keep making these videos and churning out this content and that's why like we're having this kind of conversations yeah. that's why i also ask you some of all those questions because i i feel like it's it's difficult for an investor eventually when they do come to invest in a single person yeah. they rather invest in a platform yep. that they know that okay this platform has a structure there are employees there's content ideas it's, there's it's just this continuity there's a system around it so that's just my mindset about that yeah i think it's that continuity is very important um i think we should also uh, it takes a huge level of it's so funny because it takes a huge level of self-awareness to thrive Right, I think what makes I mean I have been watching Genius lately, right? The Kanye yeah. documentary, oh, okay. and you you know dope documentary by the way, dope, no, dope documentary. Definitely Please watch it. Um, what made Kanye thrive is also what kind of led to his downfall a little bit, right? Which is that you need to have some on on godly levels of belief in yourself. Yeah. Right. But now, I mean, I'm sure you too. You must have had amazing like when you do your first set of videos, you must have. Had periods where you were down, but in order to power Definitely. through, you would be like, oh, more, like, this is good content. I don't care what anybody says. This says is about good content, it. right? No, def- definitely. But then, you now need to measure it. Like, when you have that belief, you also need to understand that as a person, every person has its seasons and expiry dates. Yeah, definitely. Right? Your body might not be able to do it, but your brain is always active. Active, right? yeah. So True. that's where you now get... Sure. self-awareness to say okay one day your brain is still going to work but your body you might not be the one to have to travel, travel all the time all yeah how can i plug to the next generation yeah. too um because i see a lot of media companies i see a lot of like um because i'm in the media space but i'm also in like trying to actively get into the tv and film space and especially like you see people in, like the film space who kind of have like older sensibilities and i and i look at it that you the, the majority of people that are going to consume content are young yeah yeah this is as one point we're young and we're yeah. thriving and we're <laughs> yeah. the ones producing all these videos yeah, and everything yeah. uh you need to understand that it's a young man's sport it's a young man's you know sport, so yeah. 
number one, you can't always stay plugged in. Yeah. You need to connect to that new generation of yeah. people and you need to empower them yeah. before it's too late. Too I late, talk yeah. about it like with the fintechs winning right now. Imagine if a lot of the banks decided to invest like just 10%, like, oh, you know what? You, this flutter wave that's coming up, yeah. you know what? Can you hold this money? Give yeah. us 10%. 10%. Because as flutter wave is rising, the bank is rising. It's too. rising too, yeah. You know? So I think you always, that continuity plan is very important. At the beginning, you have belief in me, 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 mm-hmm. I can do it. But you reach a ceiling where it's like, I can still do it too, mm-hmm. but my doing is not going to it's not going to last as long yeah so i need to now begin to form a plan right so that my legacy continues Continue, what yeah. olamide has done like you yeah. said rightly it's what david do has done like you said rightly um and i think it's what we as creators need to begin to do to collaboration do. connecting to the new generation of these young guys are amazing yeah. their brains are amazing <laughs> They know what it takes. They know what it takes, yeah. Um, you know, to and, deliver that content. And I think they're um, also plugged into... They're yeah, plugged into the culture. Into the culture than we are. Because the older you go, you, you see soon. I'm old. Soon. I'm old. <laughs> I, I very know soon, I'm you, you start hearing some things. I'll be like, uh, uh, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Just like the same way we used to look at those, our yes, uncles. Yeah, like, how, exactly. I don't know what's happening. No, so it's, um, it's interesting times in the African space. Um, I think... There's going this year. I feel it. There's going to be a lot of moves, and there's also there's going to be a lot of you know. There's the NFT space. There's yeah. traditional. I think I still think that digital media is not. People are you know counting that out, but I think we've not even scratched. We've the not even, no, we've not started yet. We're not even there. We've not started so, yet. Like we have creators yeah. who are even pulling in more numbers than Netflix. But yes. Like individual creators. Yes. So it's it's, it's it's amazing to yeah, see that so. and watch that actually. So, yeah, so. I think that's the end yeah. of this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've milked we've the, this. <laughs> the episode. Um, thank yeah. you guys for joining us. Another episode of the African Creator. I, I look forward to having a lot more of these discussions. Uh, please drop in the comment section below who you'd like us to to talk to in, in this new season. Yeah, um, please. I'd, I'd like us to explore some new creators, some yeah. interesting creators, interesting creators. creators from different backgrounds. I think we should get some tech people in here too. Yeah, I think tech people. Cool. And also somebody on TikTok too. We need yeah, to have that TikTok. Too. Yeah, definitely. We need to get those things. So um, I think please just let us know who you want um, us to talk, who you want to, us to talk to. Yeah, um, definitely. In the comment section. In the comment section. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, share. Until the next episode. Yeah, share. Until next episode. Next episode. We'll see you guys.